Welcome into sports tonight. Bailey Burmaster alongside Lee Smith today. And we have some fun topics to discuss, a lot of NFL topics. We'll start with here in our home base. The Atlanta Falcons right. had their preseason game against the Dolphins where they were come up big 19-3. to The defense really showed out. Yep. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. I mean, Lee, I know it's preseason. Um, none of the starters really played. However, the defense was pretty dominant against offense. Yeah, only gave up three points. Anytime you can do that, you got a chance to win. And they had a lot of takeaways. D. Alford they had. Did. I mean, I, that was something that was big for me, even in preseason. I think it was three or four turnovers to come away with that in your first preseason game when they really revamped this entire defense. I think that says something. I think we'll find out more, especially when they go against the Bengals on Friday. Oh, yeah. I mean, but they you got to feel good. Four turnovers they forced, uh, three interceptions and a fumble recovery. I mean, I can't tell you last time a Falcons team did that in the regular season. I mean, it's been a long time. So we'll see what happens. So we'll those were encouraging. Signs. It, it, it's yeah. very encouraging. We'll see how it progresses. I think they might get a little bit of a taller task against the Bengals, depending on who plays for Cincinnati as well. Obviously, Joe Burrow who knows if he would actually play if he wasn't yeah. injured. But these past couple preseasons, he's been injured. Um, Arthur Smith saying that the starters are going to play in this one. How much remains yep. to be seen. But we will see Desmond Ritter. We, we will see Bijan Robinson. Uh, what are you most excited to see in this second preseason game? Uh, well, I, I really want to see if this – I mean, I – Everyone loves defense, sure, but like I just want to see some points because it's been a while. It's been since 2016 where the Falcons have had a truly elite offense. And at the end of the day, defense does win championships, but right now I just want to see some offense. I want to see Bijan uh, taking you know, um, a couple of handoffs and maybe going the distance or uh, seeing how Drake and the Kyle Pitts and Johnu Smith dynamic kind of all works. Mm-hmm. What's basically the one thing, if I had to say something, it would be the um, splitting the touches between the offense because I want to see who gets the ball the most. Most. Uh, does it, obviously, is, gonna, is it going to vary between weeks? I mean, who who touches the rock and who's got ownership of the ball. That's pretty much it. I think for me, it might be cliche to say, but I'm very interested to see Desmond Ritter's composure. Um, a lot of people have made a lot of things about his leadership yeah. during this offseason yeah. and during this preseason. I think his demeanor and how he handles, you know, however many series he gets in the second preseason game will be interesting to look at that and see if it looks any different than what it looked like at the end of last season. Um, so I want to see if there's any progression there that we can see during preseason preseason I, I'm with you I would love to see Bijan you know get the rock a lot and see what yeah. they have yeah. mixed up for him but obviously they're not going to show too many cards early on so I'm intrigued no. by that you know me yeah. and you haven't gotten to do this show a whole lot so I'm I, I haven't asked you are you a Ritter believer or are you not well right now I am I mean I don't have any reason otherwise I mean uh, if we're going off uh, college resume I mean the dude won a ton at Cincinnati um, and now he's got better weapons so I, I, I right now I would say yeah I'm, I'm a believer right now yeah okay okay I'm I, I'm with you I have nothing to not believe right now but I will say 
there are calibers of quarterback in this league, and I do not think he is a top-tier quarterback. Now, that's that's early to say, but just seeing what I've seen so far, he is on the little smaller side. I don't know if he has quite the arm strength as you see some of those guys in the top tier, but who's to say he can't progress that way? True, and only time will tell. Correct. Correct. I mean, if you get if you hadn't got hit in the mouth yet, you, you mean there's just basically don't count anything that's happening. Yep, yep, yep. Could not agree more. All right, one of the biggest storylines that came out today is concerning uh, retired NFL star Michael Ora. Uh, if you do, you remember the Blind Side? I'm sure I do. You that. I do. I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Houston Nutt was the coach back then, what, what, 05, 06 ish? I think so. Yeah. Two, 2004. Yeah. 04, okay. Yeah, like yeah. 04, 05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, for people who are not familiar, The Blind Side was a movie in 2009, uh, which ta- talked about Michael Orr and the Tuies basically adopting him. But now he is. Uh, there's a 14-page petition in which he has filed uh, and alleges that he was. Yes, he was homeless, or he was going through the foster system and whatnot. Yeah. And everyone yeah. believed that the Tuies uh, had adopted him. That was not the case. They uh, became his conservators, which was a big difference in legal matters. When you're a conservator, you basically own the rights to their name and their financials and everything, and you can make those decisions. Yep. And so he's claiming that the Tuies were able to make a lot of money off of him, especially with the movie, and, um, and he didn't yeah. see any of it. Uh, which is crazy that I think this is coming out now and not after the movie was right. done. What, 09? Yeah. I'm not great at math, so what is yeah. that, 13, 14 years? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, I, I couldn't imagine like making all the money rightfully by, my, by myself and then not having access to it. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like I, uh, we were talking earlier uh, and we said... This is kind of akin to uh, the whole Britney Spears conservatorship with her parents situation. And you saw the effects it had on her. So I can only imagine how incredibly taxing this is on his entire life where you can't really control anything despite you were the one that are earning the money. So I have the ESPN article pulled up and I want to read some of this and get your initial thoughts. So, um, when he signed the conservatorship, and keep in mind, when he signed it at 18, he didn't un- really understand what he was signing. He thought he was signing mm, yeah. adoption papers, but that's actually not yeah. what it was at all. Um, he surrendered the authority to the Tuies, even though he was a legal adult with no known physical or psychological disabilities. The petition alleges that the Tuies began negotiating a movie deal about their relationship with Orr shortly after the 2006 release of the book The Blindside Evolution of the Game, which Mm -hmm. essentially chronicled the story. Uh, According to the legal filing, the movie paid the Tuies and their two birth children each $225,000 plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds. The movie became critically acclaimed, Blockbuster reportedly grossing more than $300 million at the box office. That is a lot of money that the main character of the movie is yeah. not even remotely seeing. I mean, what are we kind of battling in college athletics right now? The whole NIL and do athletes deserve to be paid uh, on their own name, image, likeness? So this is, I mean, basically he's not getting the money that he was rightfully owed off his own name, image, and likeness. And, God, that that's crazy. I, I, I don't even know how to, like, contemplate, like, that ever really 
being a real issue in someone's life. Well, and what I would like to find out like is, like, why now? Why talk about yeah. it now? Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that in, like, a negative, lighter connotation. What I would just like to know is, why wasn't there something that he wanted to say? I mean, maybe... Sooner? Yeah. Maybe he thought he would see some of it and he didn't? I also don't know. I, I'm not sure when he retired from the NFL. Mm-hmm. That might have obviously played into it. Yeah, he was a first-round um, pick in 2009 with the Ravens. Right, I remember that, but I don't think I don't remember how long he's been out of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he just wanted to take one thing at a time, and he's had plenty enough time to reflect on it, and then put I it also, out there. I wonder what that relationship with the two is looks oh, like. It can't now. be good. No, I, it has to be very strained. <laughs> and I wonder how long it's taken. If to, if at all. Yeah. If it's a relationship at all, I mean. Yeah. Could you imagine someone walks up to you and says, oh, uh, you know, uh, you you can't really own anything that you own. It has to go through me first. Yeah. What? Why? What are we talking about, guys? You don't even own your name. Like, essentially, your name, right. image, and likeness. Right. Like, you know, kind of like these college athletes an, do. You as don't. An, as a professional a football player. As a grown man. As a grown, grown adult. Man. That is tough. Um yeah, it will be interesting to see how that progresses and what more comes out. I know in the article it detailed that the two E's did not talk and didn't respond to any phone calls. Of course but not. You know there's probably of something not. coming. You know there's probably something coming. <laughs> oh, so. man. Um, all right, let's move to the next topic. This one I find rather interesting. Uh, Payne Manning, he is returning to his alma mater to be a professor. The university announced Monday that the College of Communications and Information has appointed Manning as a professor of practice in the fall of 2023. Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback will join select classes during the academic year as a featured expert and work alongside the college's faculty to provide learning experience for CCI students at Tennessee. Um, Before we dive into him just as a professor, would you want Peyton Manning as a professor Football aside, like, do you think he could teach you something about communications and information? Football allegiances also aside? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be cool with that if if, if I was an Alabama fan and if, if he wasn't a huge Tennessee uh, uh, legend. Yes, yeah, for sure. He dude, The dude's entertaining. Like, I... I'll, his his spots on SNL and all the commercials, the so, Heisman House stuff, and seeing him on ESPN, he, he is entertaining. So I'll say this. I think he is great on TV. I think he's really made a name for himself post-playing. Yeah. Um, it says in the article that part of the college curriculum, he will include sports p- reporting, video production, performance, mm-hmm. leadership, communication, and public speaking. Uh and he plans to teach okay. those classes in person. Here is my thing. <laughs> I don't think, like, sometimes he's a, he's a great personality, and you can learn right. a lot about leadership, communicating as a personality. But, but the, the technical, logistics? The technical aspect. Uh, come on. Come probably, on. Does, probably does he not. really know a lot about video production? Uh, he could. I doubt it. I highly doubt okay. it. But okay. he could. I okay. don't know. Yeah, I, you know, he you're could. right. We could give him the benefit of the doubt. But my guess is probably not. Has he ever probably produced a show in TV and stacked it, even a sports cast? Highly doubt it. Probably not. So I'm sure there's other teachers that will hopefully pick up that load. But to, to, to be able to say Peyton Manning was my teacher in sports But if reporting, you're a college kid, come on. Yeah, that's really all you're looking for. I know, like, and that's what I'm trying oh, to Oh, hey, say. by the way, I just want you to know, uh, 
Tennessee never won a championship in my time, but Peyton Manning was my professor. Just throwing that out there. And, like, it's more clout than it is actually beneficial to your college career? Yeah, but, I mean, if you're a senior and you need to take, like, one elective and, you know, intro to listening or running is not available, then boom. Okay, so let's, let's play a little game here for a second. If you could choose one NFL player to be a teacher for you in college, and and we're not even going to pick a topic. You can just pick any NFL player. Okay. Who would you pick? Okay, this is going to take a second. Uh, Current or former, or both? You could do literally whatever. Former, current. Um, I think I would go with... Oh my gosh, that's hard. There's so many players. You, you can name a th- you can name a couple oh, if oh it's gosh. hard to choose one. Um. Oh, I think I would take a fashion class from Joe Namath. Okay. Fashion okay. from Joe Namath. Fashion from Joe. Yes. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Um, I would love Aaron Rodgers to be my teacher of anything. Oh, okay. Just be for no other reason, but it would be so entertaining. Who knows what would come out of his mouth or what, <laughs> what he, the ayahuasca and, correct, uh, and correct. And, what kind and, of darkness maybe, retreat he and, would make us uh, all do. Zen and, I'm like yes. yoga. I don't know. I, okay. I would be very, very, very intrigued. <laughs> that would um, it would definitely be a story. <laughs> I think another cool one would be something from Bart Starr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of others. I had another one. Uh, Are you going Green Bay on this? No. Uh, I was just thinking, like, he's so old school. No, no. OK State? <sighs> Does Bryant throw up the axe? <laughs> it, 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 oh, I want to take uh, – uh, yeah, no, no. That's actually who I, I want to take a, a class on NFL officiating from Des Bryant. <laughs> what's a pass and what's not a pass? That's what I want. What's a catch and what's that, not yeah, a catch? Sorry, yes. What's no, a catch and what's go. not a catch? Not a pass. No. I yes, I that's what I want. If we're going to do a fashion class, Cam Newton would be another very interesting one. Although yeah. I don't like his fashion sense, but I think it's so wildly out there. I would love to know his thought process. Okay, so maybe that. maybe maybe we don't do fashion with Joe Namath. We just take an overall swag class. Swag class. Yeah, yeah. Who, okay, so five people who would be in the swag class. I think current day, you have to put Joe Burrow in there. (laughs) Yeah. Joe, Cam, two other swags you would throw in there. If we're going strictly by the way they dress, I think Devontae Smith is a good dresser. He is a good dresser. I would agree with that. I do very – he has very good style. I I actually will also go another Bama guy, Jalen. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He he, but he has good style too. I think yeah. those are all fair. All right, I think that's that's a good yeah. style class. I think I would take all of that too. <laughs> um, all right, let's get wrapped up here on sports tonight. What is on your mind today, Lee? Oh gosh, uh, we, what we've been saying for a couple weeks: football season is around the corner. Um, I just want to see the Falcons, and I, I'm I'm really really like optimistic about this year, as are most people. Um, within the organization, obviously, they got a lot more smiles going on around that place than previous years, and um, yeah, it's pretty much at an all-time high right now. To so, comment off of that, you know, 
I don't know. I have a little bit of PTSD covering the Browns the last two years. <laughs> Every offseason, it's like, we have the best roster. I think roster. everybody in the city of Cleveland has PTSD Listen, from just watching them. <laughs> yeah, we have the best God. roster. We have the best players. This year This year's going to be our year. There's a lot of optimism. Uh, and then it usually crashes and, and burns. I hope that's not the case with the Falcons. I do think the hype is getting a little out of hand. Um I'm big believer. Let's get through the first four weeks of yeah. season, and I will tell you what I think we have. So I'm not saying there isn't nothing to be excited about, but I'm also saying let's pump the brakes a little bit. Um, I mean, you I, spend a first-round pick on a running back. He better come in here and perform. Yeah, but also, I mean, <laughs> it, it all starts at the quarterback position, and we know it that. Does, it does. So it does, it I does. think a lot of it rides on Ritter, um, and that's a lot of pressure, and who knows if he's ready for that or not, but like you said, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, what's on my mind, I'll stick with football. You know, Georgia coming out as the number one preseason favorites. Are any of us shocked? I think they they got all but two votes or three votes. Michigan was one that got two, so uh, it will be interesting to see how the season pans out as they go for that three-peat, but I am excited to where we're finally back in that season where it's we have high school football Friday, college football Saturday, and then we have football Sunday and yep. Monday. It is the most beautiful time of the year. I mean, what? Yeah, we we have we'll have football every day of the week. Yes, we will. Maction. Maction. <laughs> Maction. That is what we want the most. All right, well, that's going to do it for us here on Sports Night. Lee Smith, Bailey Burmaster. Make sure to check us out on all your Atlanta News First platforms. Have a good night. See you.